Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Hi, uh, welcome to the podcast Love the Graps. Um, it is 50 minutes past midnight. 10 to 1. 10 to 1 in the As morning. humans call it. Yep. And um, we are back again after a trip to a wrestling event. <laughs> you surprised me. We're here to talk about that wrestling event that yeah. we just went to and have now arrived home from. Yeah. Um, actually, I would say as as much as you know, you may be shocked at the time. Oh, it's ten to one in the a.m. Um, this is positively early. It is um, for the show that we were at tonight. Um, we have just got back from Fight Club Pro. Um, the some kind of hangover DTTI hangover hangover um, and that was in Wolverhampton it was not at the fiction warehouse uh, a different warehouse yeah the starfish warehouse Starworks the chocolate starfish warehouse oh why <laughs> oh I'm sorry <laughs> I was I was thinking of Limp Biscuit. really Chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavoured warehouse. Oh, God, no. <laughs> it's the Starworks warehouse. The Starburst warehouse. The former Starworks bicycle factory. The Star Wars warehouse. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so new home. Yep. And um, we were worried because it, it did seem very similar to the old home that there might not be the curfew. Yep. And I don't think there was, but Trent, he did a, he did a solid... To a couple of friends of ours. <laughs> I mean, let's not let's not like pretend that was the specific reason. I reckon it was. Yeah, I think that. But if that's the case, so basically, um, a couple of friends of ours, Chris and Shauna, Chris and Shauna, um, they had to go and get a train to leave approximately eleven yeah. in order to get a train to get back up to the north. The north, um, and. Um, we bumped into Trent before the show. He was doing the rounds. He was doing he? the rounds, glad hand him, um, being a consummate host. Uh, and they they pointed out this fact. He was like, oh, well, we're probably not going to start until half eight. Which, again, that's quite early for them. Yeah. Um, and And then he was off. But if that comment was enough to make him aim to finish the show earlier then nobody ever must have mentioned before <laughs> that it's been an issue yeah like he, he, if that if that's the first time he's heard that and he's acted upon it that's crazy well he did suggest getting an uber from wolverhampton to, to manchester, manchester yeah and thought it would be about 60 pounds yeah i don't think that would be the case would i don't it? know anybody out there who knows First, anybody who uses Ubers, please don't, uh, use a reputable taxi firm, uh, one that pays its workers uh, a genuine wage. Um, but if you have used an Uber, then um, please tell us if Wolverhampton to Manchester is about a £60 ride. Mm. I don't know. Perhaps Trent was right. And use our Uber code <laughs> um, 
Love the graps. Actually, try putting that in. I <laughs> it won't do anything. We haven't got an Uber code. Uh, so yeah, finished early. Yeah, we got home relatively early. I mean, it's still late, and I still do have to get up early in the morning. Yeah, but we are doing this because we are committed to the art of pod. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so we'll, we'll dive into the normal... Dot, 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 dive. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, we're going to carry on in the normal fashion of Love the Graps with a few points and uh, a couple of headings. Well, before that, though, should we just talk about the Starworks warehouse? I mean, we can. I was going to get onto that, but like, let, let, let's, yeah. let's kick off with that then. Because so I, th- I think before today... Both of us were probably a little bit uh, about going to <laughs> to somewhere that wasn't the fiction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I th- I think me more than you. Yeah. I think you had kind of convinced yourself or or sort of been won over by some stuff that you'd seen about I'm just it. used to disappointment and I, I bounce back That's- from... That from, explains a lot. Yeah, the these daily blows. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So yeah. I was a big fan of the fiction. Still am. It's still there. Still very much. Well, I'm, it's not a wrestling venue right now, is it? Well, so uh, it's not really doing that that yeah. that that function that I loved so dearly. Maybe you can uh, go there for a grime night. I could do. Yeah, I do like a bit of grime, uh, but. I thought it was a great wrestling venue. Yeah, perfect. I loved being on top of things. Like, I loved being right up close. Intimate. Intimate. Like, we're all squashed in. We're all there for one purpose, and that purpose is to watch great wrestling. Yeah. Now, you take that um, company, Fight Club Pro, out of that venue. You move them somewhere else you aren't necessarily going to get the same vibe. No. Case in point was the tag team invitation or across the road at the Diamond Banqueting Suite, which in and of itself was a great show. It was a lot of fun, but it wasn't the same vibe. It didn't feel like a Fight Club Pro show. And I would argue that when I've watched the Manchester shows on tape, yeah, they don't really feel like a Fight Club Pro show. Certainly not that the first venue's one. too nice. Yeah, and everyone sat down. Um, but I've got to say, on first experience, yeah, I'm happy with the Starworks. Yeah, I I like it. So it, it's a former bicycle factory. Yeah, so it's basically a big shed. It's a big warehouse yes. um, space. And it's got a very industrial feel to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, grimy. It's grimy. Um, it feels kind of makeshift. Yeah, a bit illicit. A bit illicit. Uh, so it kind of has that almost... I remember one of the first... Uh, I don't know whether it was on the podcast, uh, but one of the first sort of descriptions that I had for the Fiction Warehouse was that it felt dangerous. Yeah. And it wasn't, not in the same way, but it felt like, it it felt like you weren't in a wrestling venue. No. Um, or a traditional wrestling venue. And I liked that yeah. today. Uh, it it was loud. Like, yeah. 
you know, for what was essentially a massive barn. Yeah, the sound. Uh, it, the sound good. worked. Um, it was nice to be at a Fight Club Pro show where they had a decent sound system. Yep. Um, although there were a few um, instances of microphone. That's uh, the Scott, though, That was poor, yes, poor Scott. Um, poor Scott, he knows what he's done. I don't think we should get on this bandwagon. I feel like he's a scapegoat. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure he didn't. You know, did he purchase the equipment? I don't I, know. I don't Somebody's know. invested in a poor quality radio microphone setup. And, um, but otherwise, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I, very few sort of gripes. Yeah, it was a bit roomier, a yeah. lot roomier. Yeah. Which I think worked quite well. Yeah. In the, there was a bit more room for everybody, yeah. as the term roomier suggests. <laughs> yeah. Um, particularly in the interval and before the show, you could find your seat and then go and mill about and, uh, Stand around in groups, which is quite nice because we do have a few friends, believe it or not. And it's nice to stand around in a little group and have a chat and not be crammed into a corner or in a corridor or yeah. up against the ring. And there was space for lots of merch, yep. which was quite good because there were some people, there were wrestlers some, there that had their own merch. There were some pretty cool looking wrestling action figures there too. There were, yeah. Uh, the bar was the same. Yeah. I liked that. Uh, it was just essentially the two girls who were usually behind the bar at the Fiction, mm-hmm. behind the bar at the Starworks. They did have a popcorn machine, yeah. which is a new, new addition. I'd like to see more along those lines. More popcorn. Not necessarily popcorn, because I really don't like Candy popcorn. floss. Um, I'd like to see a, a range of vegan snacks. Would you? Yeah. I'd like to see... Um, one of those things with the hot dogs on, where the hot dogs roll over and over, oh, yeah. that nobody ever eats because they look disgusting. I'd like to see a small branch of Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see um, an ice cream van. Yeah. Um, Maybe in the summer. Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Be quite refreshing. You just drive it in. Yeah, you could, you could just drive it in there. Yeah. And I would like to to have one of those guys that's on the telly on the well on the you know when they have a, a baseball game yeah and it's in the movies yeah. and, and films and, that, and he's chucking bags yeah. of peanuts I'd quite like one of those or because that's a bit American and yeah. Fight Capo's British strong style yeah perhaps behind the bar it'd be bags of pork scratching <laughs> so behind the bar we could have one of those peanut things. Where yeah. every time you pull a packet off, you get it's to see a bit more of the nudie, nudie lady. lady yeah. yeah, yeah, or just a big jar of pickled eggs. Yeah. So if you're listening, yeah, um, then please act on all, all of, those of those suggestions. suggestions. But yeah, I liked it. The one thing I didn't like, mm-hmm. which was a new innovation for Fight Club Pro in our experience, yeah. was there was a barrier between yeah. us and the ring. A physical barrier. It was not, not just an emotional <laughs> barrier. Um, I, I've gone on record in, in on the Twitter machine, I think, as as really railing against crowd barriers. I hate them. I don't see the point of them. Um, obviously, the point of them is to separate the crowd from the action. Uh, and that is easily done by trusting in your crowd yeah. um, that they will sit in their seats and not get involved in in the action unless you want them to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 
that particularly the way they were set up tonight, there really wasn't a lot of room. It was the, the old RevPro type of setup where there's no room between the barriers and the ring and therefore it really restricts everything. And a couple of times I, I thought it was a bit ouchy and we've seen stuff on other shows, um, Ring of Honor, where yeah. that, um, that fella, TK Orion, really badly broke yeah. his leg. The hooligans, uh, similar story at Rockstar Pro, where the barriers are so close to the ring that these people do dive out the ring. They do dot, 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 dive. And um, <laughs> don't give me that face. And <laughs> I'm just not joining in. Um, so, yeah, I'd rather not see the barriers there. However, I don't know. Did you think they fit in? Yeah, I, um, I wasn't as bothered by them as you. Um, we don't go to a lot of shows where they have barriers. No. Very, very few. RevPro. RevPro, that's probably about it. Um, I... I, I wasn't a big fan of them because I don't really like them being there and being in the way. Weirdly, I think that as an aesthetic thing, it fit with the style of the venue. Yeah. It fit with everything else they were doing. Because because they had the um, the trussing up for the lighting, I almost feel like that all came as part of the same package, basically. Yeah, they're Mark Sloan's barriers. They're like, we've got the lighting, we've got the entranceway, do you want the barriers? We'll put the barriers up because it just makes it a bit yeah. safer for the trussing. Um, that's what that felt like to me. Yeah. But like I say, I, f- I feel like, you know, the, the brush steel kind of goes with the industrial yeah. aesthetic of the venue. Having said that, I think you could lose them and you wouldn't lose anything. No. Uh, so, you know, six or one half dozen the other with them really for me so jar of pickled eggs um, lose the barriers yeah i guess the only other thing with the new venue really was because it was so big when they were brawling when when there's some brawling outside the ring it kind of got lost for me yeah. and i i don't want to be you know i don't want to come across like one of those fans who's like i'm you are one i've of those paid fans, i like, paid for my seat yeah. i want to stay in my seat yeah you are one of those fans. i guess i am one of those fans i didn't Basically, there was loads of action that I didn't yeah. see because it, you know, they go towards the space where nobody else is, yeah, and that's not where I am. So I, there was some stuff that I missed. I wasn't a big fan of that, and I think because the venue was significantly bigger than fiction, yeah, did that happened in fiction when it happened. You could more or less see everything that yeah. was happening, and in this, I, again. I'm like you. I didn't even bother getting up trying to see what was happening because I know I wouldn't be able to see mm. uh, everything. So I just didn't want to see bits of it. Yeah. So I just stayed in my seat. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I don't like crowd brawling all that much either. Um, and certainly twice it happened tonight in two different matches. Yeah. Um, which in the main event they got that it didn't really affect it too much. They were pretty much back no. at ringside. Um, pretty quickly in the six man though I got my phone out and started playing word cookies yeah yeah in the six man it just kind of went on for ages yeah but it's a minor thing and some people loved it yeah Yeah, especially those people who didn't have seats who were were standing in the area they loved it Um, so we'll move on yeah let's get on to the regular sections yeah, we'll go on to Love the Graps, um, 
or hashtag love the graps as you are want to say yeah. I mean I'm really still not on board with that I'm but... just projecting it now onto you well you just didn't come in and jump in with it and I no, wanted to I fill in for would. it so uh, love the graps where do you want to start let's start with something that people having heard you talk about Fight Club Pro on this podcast before mm-hmm. might be a bit surprised yeah in that we both fucking loved Martina Sessionmoth versus Shea Person. Absolutely loved it, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I guess it was a couple of months ago now. Uh, we did a podcast after a show at The Fiction. Yeah. Uh, where Martina Sessionmoth uh, had a match against... Uh, Chief Deputy Anti-Fun Damien Dunn Yeah And Killed him Killed him And he came back out As a version of The Undertaker The No Fundertaker The Dundertaker The Damien Dundertaker Yeah Who, Who's to know uh, And I really didn't like it No I didn't feel like it fit I felt like The comedy fit. I think Probably more than I felt like it didn't fit I felt the comedy Fell flat Yeah Like I'm quite Sort of snobby about well maybe not snobby but I'm quite sort of analytical about um, comedy not just in wrestling but just in general and I you think like Mrs Brown's boys don't you <laughs> I just love things like Mrs Brown's boys <laughs> and I felt like it wasn't enough like Mrs no. Brown's boys um, so yeah I think I was probably a little bit well no I don't think I was harsh I think I was right unfair <laughs> And I felt like it wasn't what I wanted from Fight Club Pro. No. All that being said, this evening we had a fans bring the alcohol match in celebration of Shea Purse's 18th birthday, uh, where he was taking on Martina's session moth. And I loved every second of it. Now, Shea in Fight Club Pro isn't the same Shea in attack. No. We do like to boo him. As though it is the same person. I mean, I but it, it really isn't. I don't like um, to do So, Shay in Fight Club Pro is the same innocent young boy he was before Pete Dunne got his hands on him yep. in Attack. Uh, so, this was the the temptation of Shay, <laughs> yeah. in a way. Uh, Martina trying to bring him over to the dark side. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was so good. Yeah. Shay Purser is a star. Yeah, he... his his comic timing, his physical comedy is really good. Yeah, and I think that will stand him really well in his professional wrestling career going forward. Good, good rolling as well. I like he's a good roller. Yeah, um, and I think the whole thing with Martina worked so well tonight. Yeah, Joel Allen played his part. Yeah, uh, he was the straight man, more or less. Yeah, as as the referee, and I just think Martina. It looks like is wholly dependent on on her dancing partner. Yeah, I think definitely, I think um, Shay presents a much more, it's almost like a sympathetic, but ridiculous character. Um, Whereas I think the stuff with Damien on the previous shows it didn't that that stuff didn't click like yeah. it felt like because i think martina is a character that p- 
people almost need to be intimidated by. Yeah. And I think that works really well with somebody like Shay. Yeah. Um, I think everything you said about Shay, I would agree with. And it's stuff that we said last week as well um, about the attack show. He he really is a... Uh, I mean, and it's almost sickening. It, like, the, 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 the lad's just turned 18. And in terms of, like, a comedic performer, I don't think there's anybody better than him in the UK right now. I would put that up in terms of wrestling. I don't think there's anyone better than Shea Purser at showing his ass and (laughs) being an idiot and, you know, getting all of that just right. And it's just the little things as well. Um, I mean, from the moment he came out to, to not just Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme... But the awful disturbed remix <laughs> of Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme, double fist in bottles of mineral water, um, right through to um, get. <laughs> I just can't, I can't even talk about it. Um, you it's know, just fun. going around the ring, getting excited about having his first drink, and yeah. like getting shot in the mouth with a water pistol and deciding that he liked that. And then almost like a sexual awakening um, later on in the match, which was not what I was hoping for from this match. Um, So I think if if comedy wrestling is your thing, um, don't don't snooze on this one. No. Um, And don't snooze on Shea Purser. I think... Attack is his sort of natural habitat. Yeah. But Fight Club Pro are really sort of giving him a chance to mess about as well. Yeah. Um, Fight Club Pro is usually known for its strong style hard hitting. Yeah. And we'll talk about that in a moment because I, w- I want to talk about the main event. Yeah. But second thing I would have put in the hashtag of my grats mm. is, was a, a very good mixture of the two styles that we're talking about here. Yeah. That's the, the tag team, the three-way tag team match. Yeah. Um, which was hashtag CCK. Ooh. Boo. Uh, the Hunter Brothers. Yay. Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Um, and Scarlet and Graves. Yeah. Uh, Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz. Yeah. And I thought that that match had the right mix of action and a bit of comedy as well. Yeah, it wasn't... It was uh, diff- It was different to the other match mm-hmm. um, in that it wasn't like straight up comedy. No, it it had the, a lot of the wacky sort of tag wrestling spots that you come to expect, especially from the likes of CCK and the Hunters. Um, but at the same time, it did have uh, CCK are a kind of, again like hand in hand with Shea Perter in attack. Like, they are a special sort of uh, villainous duo in that they are basically idiots. Yep. Um, who just, they, they either lose and you're okay to boo them and be like, you're idiots. Or they win and you're like, I can't believe these idiots pulled it off again. I hate how good they are, even though they are idiots. Yes. Um, but... This was a really great athletic match. Mm. I think it was pointed out that maybe Zachary Wentz might have picked up a knock. Yeah, it looked on. like he, he rolled his ankle. 
But it didn't slow anything down. No, he, gr- he gritted through yeah, it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did some silly diving. Yeah. Uh, both him and Desmond Xavier did. Yeah. Uh, and um, CCK, obviously, are one of the hot tag teams in the country at the moment. But you can't look past the Hunters. When you're talking about tag wrestling in the UK, uh, uh, as much as I love CCK, like, Hunters are still probably the best tag team Around, I'm in terms of like a classic tag team, yeah. I think they're too classic in a way, yeah. I think if they were a biscuit, they'd be custard creams. I really like a custard cream. Well, you see, I don't mind a custard cream now, I'm older. It's a great, it's a great Dunkin' biscuit, a custard cream. If if you were asked to name your favourite biscuit, it'd never be a custard cream. I don't know. I, 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 no, do you know why? It'd be a chocolate-covered hobnob. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. That's um, another great Dunkin' biscuit. Yeah. Um, but you wouldn't be disappointed with a custard cream. No. And it, and it does have its, its hidden delights. Yeah. And it looks good. And... But it's just a custard cream. And I think the Hunter Brothers are a little bit like that as well. But I think... I do think they're up in their game, though. Yeah. I think... They had nice jackets. Tonight. They had they had nice ring jackets. Uh, not so sold on the grey um, gear. Grey's not a great colour, is it? It's a bit of an odd choice. But it, nobody else is wearing it, so... <laughs> <laughs> We're good cars. Yeah. Um, and, but I think... I do think they're up in their game. Because, yeah. like... I mean, they're having a lot of matches against... You know, the likes of CCK and... You know, in attack, they've been having matches against people like Tyler, and obviously they're like they're these are more experienced guys at a hand in training. Mm. These guys, but when you're working with younger and hungrier, yeah, people, you've got you've then got to go. You, you kind of up your game. Yeah, um, I think you know. Obviously, Jim Hunter had a bit of an injury, um, uh, you know, six months ago. And he has come back and they, they've really sort of thrown themselves into it and they're yeah. having great matches. Um, and they certainly didn't look out of place today against probably, yeah, debatably, the two hottest tag teams either side of the Atlantic yeah. right now. Yeah, a lot of buzz about both of those teams. Yeah. If you get a chance, Scarlet and Graves are here, assuming Zachary Wentz's ankle is fine. Yeah. Uh, they are here through to the end of the month. Yeah, they've um, got a bunch of dates, in the yeah. middle of the month now, but they're all over the place in up north, yep. down south, yep. uh, all over the place. So if you can get to see them, really do. They're and in so fact, good. the match that was advertised today, um, which was uh, CCK against Scarlet and Graves, didn't happen. Um, it became a three-way tag match, but it is happening at Lucha Forever this week. Yep, so and we will be there. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And again, when this goes on VOD, it's just another one of those things that you need to check out. Along with our third point here on Love the Graps, and that's the main event tonight. Yeah. Which was the Fight Club Pro World Championship. Not a world championship. Uh, I mean, uh, world championship, whatever. It does it. (laughs) I mean, I guess the champion is from New Zealand. Anyway. I'm crossing my arms. Yeah. Um, I take this stuff seriously. The Fight Club Pro World Championship match with um, Travis Banks, the champion, defending against um, erstwhile top guy in a Fight Club Pro, uh, Trent Seven. Yep. And I don't think we really even need to talk about this that much because 
what it was is a Fight Club Pro match of the highest order. Yeah. I turned to you after the final bell and said, that's why we bought a season ticket. Yeah. And it and certainly was. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, two, two fellas beating the piss out of each other. Yeah. And graps of the highest degree. Yeah. Suplexes, chops, kicks. Dives. Dives. Pile drivers. Lots of pile drivers. And hot, hot crowd who love Travis Banks. Yeah. With all their hearts. To the point where Trent Seven... Is get can easily get booed. I know it's amazing, isn't it? And not you know, and this isn't like, oh, I'm Trent Seven. I'm going to turn on my former tag team no. partner. This is Trent Seven who come out at the beginning of the show was nice to everyone, shakes everyone's hands. It's Trent Seven who got cheered on his way to the ring. Yeah, um, as Trent Seven always does, and chants and um, you know. Uh, everybody loves Trent Seven but as soon as he goes face to face with Travis Banks it's like no Trent this is the one this fella is yeah. the one this is wrestling Jesus Travis Banks yeah. please step aside I love Travis Banks yeah Travis Banks is a star and we saw him a week ago we do saw something him a week ago yeah do something completely different yeah and tonight he was regular Travis Banks yeah. and just ah oh. he is a real renaissance man uh, when it comes to wrestling is he? he can turn his hand to all sorts of stuff right yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I've used the word renaissance man right I don't know and there was a film called renaissance man I think it I think it's when you can you do loads of things <laughs> right okay <laughs> um, uh, a polymath he is a, well yeah I mean he's still mainly a wrestler he's a wrestling polymath yeah um, so was there anything wow on the show this evening which you would say was not your graps Alan oh. if I was going to put you oh. Alan Boone on the spot what would you point at right let me preface this mm. by saying that this section mm -hmm. is called not my graps. Yeah. Because there were people there who enjoyed what I am about to bury. Mm-hmm. Wolfgang and Joe Coffey came out for the opening match, if you don't count the dark match. Yeah. Uh, and did a wrestle. They did. They certainly did. <laughs> yeah. Um, what they did was not to my tastes. I don't think it was to everybody's taste that was there. Um, it was plodding. It was two big fellas. Um, they, they started doing some spots that wouldn't have been out of place in Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior in <laughs> 1987. Um, it was just... It, oh. it didn't feel like the right way to kick off your first show in a new venue no it didn't feel like you know let this let's start how we want to go on um fight club pro have been pretty good at sort of kicking their shows off really yeah. hot the first fight club pro show we went to 
was opened by Travis Banks versus Zack Sabre Jr. in what was, in a lot of ways, the best match I saw last year. Yeah. Um, and this match, it start well, the whole sort of, um, you know, segment started with them both coming out and then Wolfgang going, actually... Because it know, was supposed he, to be a six-man. It was supposed to be a six-man. He came out and said, actually, I've told the rest of them they can't come out because we've got to decide who the real king of Scotland is. To which I was like, oh, well, Wolverhampton seems like a great place to decide that. Um, this is Wolfgang the Regulator. I don't yeah. know if he works for Ofcom or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What kind but of He's obviously he uh, currently regulating over who is the king of Scotland. And, and who is allowed in a match. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the thing is, I've seen Wolfgang have some good matches this year. Yeah. He's, he's undergoing a, a bit of a renaissance. <laughs> yes. um, I've seen Joe Coffey have some good matches. Yeah. So they are, they are good wrestlers. Yeah. I just don't ever want to see them <laughs> wrestle each other ever again. It's just, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. No. I think that's the main thing. It just wasn't fun. It wasn't what I was there for. Um, it, yeah, it was, what, what more can you say? It was almost, if I could have fitted it into the chant, I would have chanted neither of these guys. Instead of this is awesome, I felt like chanting this is endless. <laughs> it was just, right. <laughs> just not good. And yeah. I'm sorry, boys. We've got to be honest. But it just didn't work for me. If, if, you, if you were at the show and you loved it, then, then great. If, if you are Wolfgang or, or Joe Coffey and you're listening to this, and you thought you had a good match, then, then I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for I'm you. Just, uh, somebody could tweet out that they know better than we do, which is fine as <laughs> yeah. well. This, that's fine. Well, they have stepped through those ropes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, I would be happy to see them have a match again if it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to see them have that match again. No. Um, so yeah, that was a not my graps. I guess if I was going to do another not my graps, and when we kind of spoke about this a bit on the drive home, um, and I was in two minds about whether or not to even bring it up on the podcast, but where I was sat, there were a couple of fellas next to me, and there, there was just a bit of a weird vibe. Like mm. they made some very objectionable. Co- well, maybe not very objectionable. They but were objectionable. Qu- question. They were objectionable. They made some questionable comments. Things that, if it had gone a little bit further, I probably would have called them out on. Yeah. Um, just some stuff that was a bit tasteless. Not necessarily offensive, but tasteless. Um, and. Yeah, just like it, it, it. Again, I don't, I don't want to get into the habit of policing who should and shouldn't be allowed to go to wrestling and who should and shouldn't be allowed to make noise at wrestling. No, but you you read the room. Yeah, and you you should try and read the room. Yeah, this is not a place to chant. You're just a shit. Whatever. Yeah, that and was they, one, they wasn't did it? Yeah. that a couple of times. Shit, Pete Dunn when Chris Brooks was doing the the uh, the wet willy spot. Yeah, uh, and there were, there was a couple of others. It's I don't I've not seen those guys before a show. Obviously, with uh, British wrestling, 
and particularly the British Strong Style guys and Fight Club Pro getting more popular, there are going to be more people at the show. New faces. Um, but when you go into a new place, you just read the room. Yeah. You know, have a watch, have a listen, see what is appropriate. I think, I think sometimes people's first impressions of live wrestling in, in the UK are volume, mm. the volume of the crowd, the uh, crowd involvement. Yeah. Um, and not necessarily the content and tone of what is being said. Yeah. And I think sometimes people's first instinct is, I'm just going to shout anything that comes into my my brain. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big chanter. I don't really do it very often. Um, and we've got friends that are. Yeah. Um, i tell you what. I, I'm looking forward to having Warren and Sophie at the next Good Wrestling Show. Yeah, they love it Because chant. those guys are fantastic and very, very valuable to the crowd. And actually, having said that, we've been to small shows before, like really small shows, mm. um, particularly trainee shows, where I have been a lot more vocal because I think sometimes the crowd needs it. Yeah. Like you need to, if you're almost uh, I feel like responsible at being a sort of um, conscious wrestling fan and knowing what it sort of takes to get a crowd going and um, what it takes to get the sort of atmosphere right that sometimes I will make a bit more noise in these noisier crowds I don't do it like no. progress I'm not a chanter fight club pro I'm not um, attack on occasion but what I do like is the occasional spiky barb I like throwing well, those out someone called us the Statler and Waldorf of, <laughs> of the attack crowd right okay and after that, last week's yeah, show yeah that, 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 that seems like it would fit yeah um, but yeah I, just if but, you're at a show I mean you're not likely to be listening to this podcast if you're new to this kind of thing no not, not but if you know anybody who's come just just say to them just you know have a look around and i've done that with friends yeah and there's a friend that comes to us comes to shows with us uh on occasion who you know has made a couple of comments that i thought were a bit off color yeah and pointed out and he is fine now yeah like you you just you you learn and you move forward and you enjoy the show in your way but just when when if 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 you ever think that something you're doing at a show is impacting negatively on anybody else it just 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 don't do it but also think would i do that if this wasn't a wrestling show yeah like if i was at a gig like would i shout similar things yeah probably not if you're at the theatre, you probably shouldn't shout at all at the theatre. No, if you're at the supermarket, yeah, um, don't shout. Clean up at R four is. Yeah, but you don't normally need to shout that. <laughs> you can shout if you want. And I mean, if you work there, you could use the uh, the, the the PA system. Um, unless it's an emergency, <laughs> yeah. in which case, yeah. clean up on aisle four. My leg is trapped. Yeah, underneath a heavy um, freezer unit. <laughs> um, How did it get under the freezer unit? Well, it, somebody tipped it over. 
it was one of those big, you know, freestanding ones. It got tipped over. Um, by... What has happened in your supermarket? <laughs> Look, it was a rough day. So there were some children, some youths messing about. <laughs> I was trying to just calm them down. And two of them climbed up on top of the freezer unit. It toppled over. My leg is trapped. And now shouting, clean up on aisle four. Because clean up on aisle four is the only thing that people react to. They don't react to please help. It's just clean up. I would not shout that. It's inappropriate. Clean up on aisle four, by which I mean my leg may need to be amputated. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I really enjoyed the show. Uh, it was kept skipping along quite well. There was only one interval tonight. Yeah, that was two. a treat. That was that was nice. Um, Matt, Matt Taylor Richards, MTR, as I've just suddenly decided we'll, mm, we'll call him. I like that MTR. Uh, he kept it skipping along, uh, which is always good. He's a host. Yeah, he did. He did do some hosting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've kind of had um, shows recently where we've not been enamored. massively enamoured with yeah. the ring announcing, but yeah, he does. He does a bit of the hosting. Yeah. Um, Bit too much swearing for my well, liking, but it's a grown-up show. Although mouth. sometimes there are children there, and yeah, but that's they did know you what call him a polymath or a potty mouth? <laughs> well, for all I know, he may be both. <laughs> I did call him a potty mouth. Okay, I thought we were going back to the polymath thing. No. Um, yeah, bit of swearing, Matt. Just I don't know. Would your mum? Like would you say it? it in the supermarket, <laughs> even if Chris was lying under a freezer? Uh, yeah, I would expect you to say some of those. I would definitely be saying some of those words. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was a good show. It, yeah. it, I'm gonna. It wasn't my favourite Fight Club Pro show. It was my favourite Fight Club Pro show this year. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll go with that. Yeah. Um, we are. What are we doing next? We're back on Sunday night. We are. Stroke. Well, no, it probably won't be Monday morning because it's an afternoon show. So probably will be Sunday night. Yeah, it will definitely be Sunday night. Um, we should have it done by midnight. Uh, I'm going to attack tomorrow, but there won't be a podcast because, um, well, we're not going together. No, I'm going to an indie disco. You're going to an indie disco. I'm going to attack in Bristol. Um, I'll probably tweet about it at some point. I don't really do tweeting live from the shows, but I'll let you know how I got on. Um, so we'll do a podcast after Eve on Sunday. We'll have another podcast later in the week. Thursday. Thursday from Lucha Forever. Yeah, and then there'll be some stuff over Super Strong Style Weekend. Yeah. Depending on how we decide to do stuff, because there's a lot going on. There's there's a lot going on. Um, so that's it. That's yeah. it. Um, do do follow us on Twitter. Actually, I'll tell you what we will talk about real quick before we sign off. Um, we are moving the podcast. I mean, it, we, we, we've got our own podcast feed set up. Yeah. You can now go onto iTunes or the podcast app of your choice and search for Love the Graps. You can subscribe and do all of your stuff on there. 
Um, you can share directly from those sources. So whilst we will still be posting the podcast on the Work in a Rest Hold feed for the foreseeable future, probably next few weeks at least, yep. um, we are moving over to our own dedicated podcast feed. So you know what you need to do. If you know how podcasts work, you need to head over to your iTunes, your 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 your, your Stitcher radio apps, <laughs> your um your Pod Dreamy Pod Bean. Pod Bean is one I've used that. It's quite right. good. Um, and you can go on there and you can type it in, click subscribe, um, and that then you'll get it straight into your ears. Ears. Well, via earphones. Um, <laughs> So please do that, and please, you know, share it. Do do people still ask for reviews? Like and rate it five stars, yeah. and review it. And maybe if you review it, say which one of us you think is better. Is it the one who's currently wearing a t-shirt that says Captain Awesome, or is it the one who? is currently wearing a burgundy polo shirt it's maroon really they're all the same aren't they no or maybe it's claret is it the one who knows his colors is it the one who is telling you that he's oh god i'm so tired go to bed go to bed love the graps twitter Go, go to sleep. Bye. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. But the hills that we climbed were the seasons of time. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun.